Hi, Uncle Milty here for Hearing and Brain Centers. Politicians, both Democrat and Republican, love to talk about free stuff as if they invented free. But for as long as I can remember, there was always free cheese in a mousetrap. Uncle Milty here for HearingandBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023, HearingandBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive my pillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Check your political correctness at the door. It's time for the Kate Daly Show. was reported at that time uh, that you had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. And, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. Uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this? Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, and, you know, the... You know, I'm, I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy, very proud of the work of the foundation. Uh, you know, I, that's, that's what I get up every day and focus on. Mm. Little shifty Billy Gates. Yeah, don't talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Just, uh, can we talk about the foundation? Uh, I'm doing good things, so, and they're not, they're evil. But I'm, uh, yeah, can we, can we shift it? Gotta love Bill Gates. Um, boy, he looked nervous. I don't think I've ever seen him look that nervous. He was really angry, too, that he was being asked about Jeffrey Epstein and his relation, long relationship with Jeffrey. Anyway, uh, I welcome you to the last hour of the show on a Wednesday. Hi, Susan. How Hi, are you? Super. And we have a lot to talk about. Let's talk about shipping. We'll start off the show there. By the way, I guess I shouldn't say that. So, by the way, <laughs> just wanted to mention. <laughs> Banking. Um so, you know, everyone knows that Biden uh, administration has no authority to go in and monitor everybody's bank accounts, um, but they're trying to do that for transactions over $600. And really the whole point and key to that is it's not even just reporting, it's straight up monitoring. And 
I hope people are realizing that, yes, they already do send billions of, of bits of, of information about our accounts and about the customers to uh, the feds. And now are they going to be the, the banks, the new policing arms for the IRS? Who knows? And I just I'm glad the banks are not for it. I don't see anyone really talking about it in government, which is kind of interesting. Where's all of our freedom fighters talking about this and obviously there's no power to do it so they should be outing the fact that the Biden administration has zero power to enforce that they already went down to the 10,000 mark right anything over 10 you know anything 10,000 um, or over gets reported so I just it's still in the fight they really want to add that to the 3.5 trillion dollar um, bill that they're putting in they want to they want to add that in so we'll see we'll see how far how hard our guys fight I, I don't see any fight anymore in any of them and it just it's disturbing so um i welcome you and let's talk about shipping shall we oh my gosh yeah yeah it, it's such a strange thing because um it used to be that if there was one ship sitting out on in the port mm -hmm. they would get them in as fast as possible it was unusual just to have a ship yeah. sitting out there that was loaded with cargo and now there's something close to 70 is what i'm hearing 70 ships sitting of ships. offshore offshore and some of them have been um what's called sent adrift uh -huh. which means they're not trying to propel their place in in place they're just what in the world well, yeah why are right. they doing that and then we see all the empty shelves right we see so many things that toys have you yeah. looked at the toy yeah. section i was in there the other day i thought wow a lot of people are trying they're really starting to figure out hey maybe i should get christmas early hey maybe you know something's going on here we might not see anything in december november so yeah, yeah. it's getting so scary i we got something as simple as a rubik's cube it was like the last one hanging up and i thought that is so weird yeah. it should be packed with right. rubik's cubes right um so i happened to come across a, a an um some men discussing this i should say women too mm -hmm. um online who are in the business and their opinion was just really really interesting let's hear it it says um the u.s is stuffed with empty containers at every node of the network and not nearly enough are going back china and india do not have enough empty containers to keep up with the demand and the u.s bound holiday goods are still sitting in china and they're not going to make it in time i guess they would know at this point they're not going to make it in time. U.S. ports don't have enough labor, this guy said, to offshore offload the vessels quick enough. The rails don't have enough labor to move the containers inland fast enough. And finally, the truckers are at such a shortage there isn't enough capacity to make the final deliveries. The entire house of cards is teetering on the U.S. economy. And our trusty government is A-OK -okay with it failing. All you... Well, and then it says, this woman says, my husband's a trucker. She says the driver shortage is not the problem. So I love these back and forth conversations because yeah, yeah. it fills in the gaps. She says, when drivers complain about waiting to get loaded and they're sitting for eight to 12 hours for a load of Coke, then taking nine hours just to get a dock, a door at Walmart distribution centers, hauling empty trailers to Amazon to be dropped off, things are not operating right. in the normal way. So she says stagnation. the loads going out are getting mm. lighter. And it's only September. She said, my husband's a teamster and they're already talking about layoffs. What? Yes. Food is going to be a real issue by the holidays. All of this is by the design. The American people aren't close to being prepared. You know what? This goes so long with I was I was given a tip back in May that the famine starts in September. 
And that goes right along with what's really going on right now. Because when you go into those store shelves, and Melissa and I were talking about this too, they uh, they do a lot of, we're renovating, but really it's to shift all of the goods so that you don't realize that you have, you're seeing less of them. And then also to get rid of cash registers too. But but that's it's very... Um, um, Telling. Yeah, it's very telling. Very and telling. And somebody says, yeah, unfortunately, I do this every day, all day. No container, then vessel rolls due to blank sailing on one side, then weeks at anchor and weeks in picket piles until you finally get some wheels under the can before you can get uh, get a DC. What took days now takes weeks. What took weeks now takes months. And what used to cost three to four thousand dollars. We talked about this before now cost 20 K in terms of the containers and the process. And I have heard of companies paying up to $40,000 per container in Asia to US. It's amazing there's anything on the shelves at all that we can afford to buy. Wow. So this is a middleman processing things through the trucks, through the shipping to, and That's you know- scary. You start to see how a system that is so finely tuned, Mm -hmm. because what systems tend to do is they tend to make little incremental adjustments. Well, Mm -hmm. this isn't quite working right, so let's make it this, let's make it this. But what the government came in and did was shut everybody down. And now is something else is bottling up all of these. Is it our government also collaborating to keep those things? Let me just say for the record that when you're looking at any kind of um, scarcity in the past, in history, okay? When you're looking at any kind of short supply, minus something dropping out of the sky and interrupting the supply chain itself, it's going to be government manipulated. It's going to be manipulated by a group because otherwise we have enough food production in this world to absolutely bypass any kind of real emergency, right? Absolutely. And so it has to be government manipulated. You go back to the Irish farmers, you go back to whatever you want to talk about. Just give me any example of, of starvation. Most of the time you're going to see something. Yes. Something that was government relating mm-hmm. um, some plug along yeah. the way. We have enough, we have enough food supply. And so it, it has to be somebody manipulating that. It has to be at yeah. this point. So it is an unprecedented situation that we have all those container ships. Somebody else left one more comment. They said they could hire six times the amount of longshoremen. And let's not forget, the Teamsters were always the Democrat, Mm -hmm. big government supporters. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't make a bit of difference. These massive and getting bigger by the year container ships require a physical infrastructure that doesn't exist anywhere in the U.S., So it says, funny how I doubt any of this desperately needed port infrastructure is on the Democrats list of critical infrastructure payouts. Hmm. They're talking about infrastructure. So they're putting their money in trains. They want the states to develop more Amtrak trains. Uh, They want they're they're giving billions to the train industry because really Agenda 21 is about getting us out of our cars, which represent freedom. You know, you can drive wherever you want into um, more uh, more trains. And so it is kind of interesting that they they're taking really kind of more of a not a dying industry, but something that's not very popular and injecting so much money into it. No, because you don't have the same freedom with a train and it's basically a monopoly. If your train doesn't show up, you're just stuck. Yeah, exactly. So they really want to get people out of of vehicles. I I have to tell you, I sent my daughter who was like 12 at the Mm -hmm. time to Virginia from New Jersey and put her on a train and her friends were meeting her at the other end Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to take, I don't know, two hours or something. 
Well, six hours later, because there'd been a train breakdown sure. and, and she was dying of dehydration, you know, mm-hmm. but I thought, wow, you, it isn't like the airlines yeah. where you eventually do get somewhere. Right. The yeah. trains are a different and animal. I, I'll tell you what, I'm worried about our food supply. I'm no. really getting worried. And I wonder if you are, you are too out there. Are you preparing for that? Are you buying extra? Are you making sure that you're covered? Because... It's a, that's a scary prospect. And whenever I'm looking at the shelves, I'm, I am I actually went home last Saturday night from the store and I told my husband, I said, that was the eeriest time I think I've ever spent in a grocery store. It was that empty. It was that empty. And I was thinking, this is one of the most popular stores in my area. What in the world is happening? So you know, and, and meat, you know, we, you know, the, the, the farmers are getting screwed and the ranchers are getting screwed over and then they are taking the prices of meat through the roof. The farmers and ranchers aren't getting that, but they're taking the prices through the roof and they're trying to outprice meat. And that's why when they had that hacking in Iowa, $5.9 million ransom for the information on soil map technology that they had. And it's about 30% of our chicken and pork. I thought, Interesting that it's never, they're never hacking a green sustainable company. Oh, no. They're only hacking the, yeah, they're <laughs> hacking the, the other industries, meat. right? Not, yeah, the artificial right? meat isn't being hacked. Why aren't they hacking them? <laughs> they're always hacking this. And so then it's uh, driving the prices up because if there's a disruption in that in of 30% of our chicken and pork, then we're going to have more problems. That's right. You know, it reminds me of when my um, parents and grandparents went to communist Poland and my dad said, he goes, there was one kind of bread on the shelves. There yep. was one type of butter. There was one type you of... You didn't get a choice. And the yeah. shelves half empty. He goes, we don't see things like well, that in the United States. But now we yeah. do. And then look at, look at Walmart, for instance. Walmart, I don't like Walmart anymore. Um, I can't stand Walmart. They're doing a lot of things. And they're part of the narrative. And they don't mind being so. But isn't it interesting that when you go in, everything is a great value brand. And they're ousting a lot of brands. They're ousting a lot of foods in favor of just great value. I feel like I'm shopping in, you know, socialist USA. It's yeah, very weird. It's the generics. Yeah, you still have a choice. I'm not saying that. It's just, it's overtaking the other brands. And I thought that's, that's interesting, interesting to watch. Yes, yeah, because is... brands pay a lot of money mm-hmm. for their brands. Yes, and those brands are bottled a lot at the same companies. I get exactly. it. Trust me, I, I know. But yeah. But just their brand seems to be then launched into, you know, this is the most important brand in the store by this brand. Right. And then maybe people get to a point where they don't care about the other brands anymore. And we only have the one brand. That was the point I was getting to because it was that that I don't know. There's just something kind of strange about it to me that hit me. It, it's kind of like why they why they got uh, really instrumental in putting in all of those um, you know ways to pick up groceries in the parking lot when no one was there. Were people were doing it, but not to the tune. Then all of a sudden, 2020. 20 hits they do it right before 2020 and it's all ready to go yeah yeah that kind of thing be right back kate daly show more with susan reeve when we come back congratulations 